0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about emotional competency and anxiety. So there is a place where stress can reside quietly and go completely undetected unless we put the light of our attention on it. Our minds and our bodies are so completely connected. It can be detrimental to consider one without the other, which people still do our mind, our thoughts, our emotions, our memories, our desires, our beliefs and sensations is actually alive in our body, but we often discuss them as separate. The communication goes both ways with thoughts and emotions affecting things like our gut, our heart rate, or our back. You know, I have talked in the past about pain and our minds and also our physical posture and muscle tension affecting our feelings and our moods. So we can see it's going both ways with this constant communication and feedback loop going on, we will do well to look at all the possible places that stress can be coming from. One such place is unconscious. And I want to say that often people talk about something coming up in them and it came out of the blue and they were triggered and they were off to the races with their anxiety, but things don't come out of the blue, but it can be undetected. Stress can be undetected unless we can put the light of consciousness And attention on it. So let's just keep that in mind. We often hear of anxiety and anxiety symptoms being alive and well, but there was no conscious stress to speak of, right? There was no memory or anything in the environment that brought this on. This may be the case where the bulk of the stress is coming from the lack of emotional competence. So stress occurs in the absence of emotional competence. And so what is emotional competence? It's how we deal with our emotions, how you recognize, understand, express, and regulate your emotions. That is what your emotional competency is. And it leads to the disruption of homeostasis, Just the same as with environmental stressors. Chronic disruption results in ill health, like the symptoms we hear of, and the experience with chronic stress and anxiety. It's the body showing the effect of this chronic disruption in homeostasis or regulation or stability. So it can happen from environmental, from outside of us, and it can happen from inside of us. Because as we were saying, none of this is separate. Our mind is not separate from our body. Our body is talking to our mind. Our mind is talking to our body. So we want to understand that our stress also is not always about something happening to us. It can be coming from something in us. Including pain, including emotional distress that we are not paying attention to, that maybe we were not having good emotional competency and we just stuff our feelings, right? That means we have not dealt with our emotions. And it's so important that we deal with things when they come up. And maybe we didn't deal with something years ago but when it bubbles up again now, we don't have to push it aside again. We can actually pay attention to it. We can't change what happened or our reaction to it from the past, but we can acknowledge it. And often that is all that is needed instead of stuffing it back down again. Emotional competence is what we need to develop If we are to protect ourselves from the hidden stresses that we create, what seem to be out of the blue symptoms and feelings. And it is what we need to regain if we are to heal. This is where I think we can look at anxiety panic as a doorway to personal freedom by giving us the wake up call that something's gotta give something has to change. So I want to look at what emotional competence is all about. And I want you to understand that you don't have to be hard on yourself that you didn't do this a long time ago, or that you didn't do it yet, or that you're too old, or whatever the excuses are that you're going to turn and be hard on yourself. Don't do it. We are all where we are, and that's all we can deal with today. Stay in the present moment. Don't go back and have regrets, and don't project out into the future all of the horror that is about to befall you. Let's stay right here in the present moment as we start to look at what emotional competency is and how this might be going on in your life that you have not been on top of it. That's a great thing because that means you have something to throw out of the boat. You can change. It means you have, are learning something new and you can make changes that are going to be positive for you in your life. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's look at what emotional competence is all about. Go to the show notes and I will have Gabor Mate's link for his book called When the Body Says No. Very important read and I think you will get a lot out of it. But anyway, according to Gabor, He's a Canadian physician who specializes in neurology, psychiatry, and psychology, as well as the study and treatment of addiction. He says emotional competence requires the following. First, the capacity to feel our emotions so that we are aware when we are experiencing stress. So this is to feel our emotions, to not distract from them, to not numb them or otherwise bury them from our conscious mind. Next, emotional competence requires the ability to express our emotions effectively and thereby to assert our needs and to maintain the integrity of our emotional boundaries So that's learning how to express appropriate anger, the protecting of our personal boundaries, right? Having a boundary period, the boundaries, which are like the immune system is to the body, keeping out what is not healthy or life-giving and letting in what is. I think that would be a great way for you all out there who have trouble with boundaries and it's quite common, so don't feel weird. The boundary can be looked at like your immune system. Your immune system helps the body to keep out what is not healthy or life-giving, and it lets in what is, and your boundaries can do the same for you. And emotional competence requires the facility to distinguish between psychological reactions that are pertinent to the present situation and those that represent residue from the past. So what was happening in the past? Is this coming up because of the past? Or is this something that is in the present? We learn to distinguish between the psychological reactions. What we want and demand from the world needs to conform to our present needs, not to unconscious, unsatisfied needs from childhood. If distinctions between past and present get blurred, we will perceive loss or the threat of loss where none exists. But by practicing awareness, mindfulness, and being in the present moment, we can begin to see and know the difference between psychological reactions that are pertinent to the present situation and those that Represent residue from the past. And then finally, emotional competence requires the awareness of those genuine needs that do require satisfaction, rather than the repression for the sake of gaining acceptance or approval of others. So, what this is, is learning where we give our power away for the sake of being liked, being approved of, or being taken care of, which we may have learned at a very young age to actually survive. Again, I've talked about this before, that we learn these things to cope. Little children are amazing. They can survive and they learn these things. And that's what our young minds knew to do. And they had to do we can now with our adult selves reassess and realign with our authentic selves for health in mind and body. This is so important that we understand that we are carrying old residue from the past. Kind of freeing, isn't it? To think that, oh, maybe I don't have to lug all this around forever. Maybe just by shining the light of awareness on some of this, I can begin to dissolve some of this. Maybe by not distracting or burying or pushing down my emotions all the time, I can actually just shine the light of my awareness on them and let them be there. It's like when they bubble up, let them bubble all the way up and out instead of they start bubbling up and you push them back down again. Your life becomes exhausting because it's like trying to keep a big beach ball under the water all the time. When you loosen your grip a little bit, it will pop right back up again. It takes a lot of energy to keep that pushed down under the water where you can't see it. We are doing the same with our emotions when they start to bubble up let them come up, let them see the light of day and move on rather than be pushed down again, only to try to come out in some sideway, inappropriate way at the most inappropriate time, it seems, right? I hope this has been helpful for you. And I hope that you could take a journal exercise and ask in the journal, in what area of your life are you saying no? Is there a no in your life that wants to be said? Do you need to say no somewhere? Do you can you feel it inside that you want to say no? Just write about it. This may be at work, a personal relationship, a business partner, it could be anywhere. Neighbors, but just get it out on paper. You know, I love to have you put the pen to the paper, but if using your computer and tapping it out is the way you want to do it, go ahead. But I want you to get these things out of you. Let the light of day shine on them. And remember, a great book to read would be Gabor Mate's When the Body Says No. I thought it was a tremendous book years ago, and I read it. And I I really hope that I know I've mentioned it here before, but I hope that if you are interested in this type of thinking and way of relating to yourself and your emotions, that you will give that a read. I love being here with you guys. And I hope that if you have something for me, that you'll send it to me, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. Be well. And now for today's quote Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space lies our freedom and power to choose our response. In our response, lies our growth and freedom. And that's from Victor E. Frankel. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.